So I know you have to go in a minute. I just would love to hear you ran, you know, you ran a, um, a very effective campaign for DNC chair after the 2016 election, brought the party together um, and uh, are doing some really innovative things here. And I'd love to, for you to share a couple different things that, that you that you are doing as chair and the, and the DNC is doing to help invest um, in uh, our efforts to win back the White House in, in 2020. Well, when I ran for the DNC chair, uh, I did so because, number one, our democracy was on fire and it was a five-alarm blaze. And uh, number two, I knew that uh, the DNC needed work. It was, a, you know, quite frankly, a fixer-upper. Uh, we, we really needed to up our game. And the fundamental job was to rebuild our infrastructure and rebuild trust. And rebuilding trust is a timeless journey. We've talked about the debate criteria and what we're doing in the primary process. We didn't get a chance to talk about our superdelegate reform. All of the things we have done have been designed to make sure we return power to the grassroots so that everybody understands that the Democratic Party is their party, fighting for your values, uh, making sure you not only have a seat at the table, but you have a voice at the table. And so the work that we've done since I've gotten here has been designed to make sure we're continuing to build that trust. The infrastructure of democracy uh, is critical, and, and this is fundamentally an infrastructure job. We, we 6,000 people ran for office last year and used the DNC voter file. So when that voter file is robust, people up and down the ballot win. Our mission is not simply to elect the president of the United States. Our mission is to elect Democrats up and down the ballot. And so we made dramatic investments in data and technology to modernize our data and technology so that candidates up and down the ballot have the tools to succeed. We made dramatic investments in organizing. We made dramatic investments in our state party partners. When our state party partners are strong, uh, we're all strong. We all rise and fall together. We all succeed when only when we all succeed. And I'm proud of the historic investments we made in 2018. We've never invested more in a midterm cycle than we invested in 2018, both in, uh, in um, the data and technology infrastructure, including but not limited, by the way, to cybersecurity infrastructure. We, you know, we provided a lot of guidance to uh, presidential campaigns now on, on cybersecurity. We've got a team of people who do nothing but uh, looking at, they're looking every day at social media to identify uh, fake news sites, bots, working with the social media companies to get them taken down. We've gotten about a thousand sites taken down. And um, there's more to do because the misinformation campaigns are going to be relentless in the run-up to this. We've invested in organizing for 2020 through an initiative called Organizing Corps, which is uh, an initiative in which we are hiring, training, and deploying a thousand organizers in seven key battleground states. And these organizers, uh, 76 percent of our first cohort of 300, uh, were our people of color. And so this past summer, we knocked on about 20,000 doors in Milwaukee. Uh, four years ago, we knocked on closer to zero. Uh, 25,000 doors in Detroit. Uh, four years ago, closer to zero. Uh, because we need to make these investments now. And then we're going to hand these uh, really incredible, uh, and by the way, 76% of our first cohort were uh, organizers of color. 95% were homegrown. So the Michiganders were... The organizers in Michigan were almost all from Michigan, and same thing in Wisconsin and elsewhere. So investing in organizing is critical. Investing in voter protection is absolutely critical. We have a DNC war room where we are going to these key battleground states like Ohio 
and localizing the impact of Trump. So when he goes to Youngstown to tout um, his alleged allegiance to workers, we go there and we're a truth squad. Uh, and we'll produce a 90-second digital ad that'll start with his promise. There'll never be a plant closure. And then turn the, the camera to a guy who worked at the Chevy plant in Lordstown. You know, my daddy worked there. My grandpa worked there. I used to work there. The Democrats saved the auto industry under Obama, and this president broke his promise. And, and we, have, um, we have data across the entire country, so we can tell the localized story of broken promises in New Hampshire or in Wisconsin to dairy farmers or in Arizona. Uh, wherever those promises were broken, our war room is enabling us to do this. So we're investing in this infrastructure. I was proud to invest in Virginia, New Jersey in 2017. Virginia, New Jersey taught us we could win again. Alabama, a month later, taught us we could win everywhere. Uh, Doug Jones is going to win again in 2020. And we're focused not only on the presidency, but helping to take back the Senate. We got three governor's races this this cycle. And what all three candidates in uh, in um Louisiana, Kentucky, and Mississippi have in common is that they're ahead in the polls right now. And the reason they're winning is because they're talking about those critical issues. Healthcare in Kentucky, uh, the least popular governor in America is the Republican governor of Kentucky. And Andy Bashir is a spectacular candidate who is fighting for the issues that folks in Kentucky care about. Jim Hood in Mississippi has a great chance of uh, winning that race. He's the incumbent attorney general. In um, Louisiana, Governor John Bell Edwards, I think, is going to win going away in his reelection. And these are opportunities right now. We're going to take over the state house and the state senate in Virginia, and we're focused on those right now. I spent, I, w I did eight events in Virginia a couple days ago, up and down the state, uh, Hampton University, Virginia State University, getting folks out. Uh, when we lead with our values, when we organize everywhere, we organize early, we field great candidates. And we lead with our values. That's how we win. And so I, we're in an existential crisis. We started this show with um, talking about the moral fork in the road, the most dangerous present in American history. But I, I leave this show, and I want to make sure your listeners leave with optimism because, uh, you know, on the darkest nights, you often see the brightest stars. And, and in my two and a half years here on the job, I've seen stars emerge across America, stars that helped us take, uh, you know, 13 seats or 14 seats or whatever it was in the Virginia House of Delegates, stars like Doug Jones, stars, uh, you know, everywhere across this country who've stepped up. And that's what's happening now. Our democracy is on fire, but our participation levels in 2018, 2017, and this year have been off the charts. And that's because people understand now that democracy can't be a spectator sport. And uh, we need all hands on deck because this is a where were you moment. They want us to uh, not show up. They want immigrants to be fearful. That's why he does these ice raids. That's why he still talks about census, even though he lost the case and should have lost the case. And when we get out there and talk to um, communities and build those relationships, that's how we win. That's why I think uh, I come to you with great optimism that we can take the presidency back, the Senate back expand our margins in the House and expand our margins in state houses. And this is a critical election because we got the census coming up. So our next governor, uh, the governors that we elect in 2020 are going to be presiding over critical processes. And so folks, uh, 404 days or thereabouts till the weekend. So uh, <laughs> every day, ask yourself, what'd you do to help?
that's what we got to do. And I just want to add one more thing, Tom, on um, everything you're doing here at the DNC. When Hillary Clinton officially became the nominee in 2016, she inherited essentially nothing from the DNC. You are creating quite the opposite. You're creating a turnkey operation for the nominee so that they will come in, they will inherit a very strong voter file, they will inherit a very strong team of professionals that will help um, elect hopefully the next Democratic president of the United States. So Amen. thank you wow. for all of that. And thank you so much for joining us today. Thank you. Chairman Perez, bring in the heat. Thank you. Great interview. Great <laughs> thank interview. Thank you so much. Thank you for everything you're doing. Keep thank up the you. great work the Absolutely. two of you are doing. Absolutely. Uh, for my partner in crime, Adrian Elrod, I'm Doug Thornell. This has been uh, The Electables, and we'll catch you next time.